How to get a job will guide you to land the job you'll love. Follow my seven-step careers process I explain in my book, Navigating Career Crossroads, to make a successful career change. For more support and all the resources you need, check out my career success program to build clarity and confidence in your career. And in my program, twice a month, you'll join my live coaching sessions on Zoom. To find out more, go to thecareersacademy.online. I think we're at a point now where we're ready to move into step five of your process, where we start to explore some job search strategies. One of the things that I've noticed for folks that are in my generation who maybe haven't looked for a job in a really long time, they still want to go to job boards to to look for jobs and post resumes. And so my question for you is, do you think job boards are dead? They're not dead. They have their place, but they're one small percentage of your job search methods that you should use. Because the good thing about job boards is that you can see what is available now, what's open, what where they're recruiting. And I tend to use job boards more for research uh, for my clients rather than actual job applications, because you can see which industries seem to be quite buoyant. You can see which companies seem to be hiring a lot of people at any given time because you you can think, oh, goodness, you know, they're looking for a lot of project managers. They're looking for a lot of admin staff. They must be growing in a certain area. So it could give you an idea as to, "Mm, okay, looks like they're hiring. I might actually target them directly rather than going through the online job boards application process. Um, I've had clients get their roles through online job boards. I have had many, many more clients secure their roles through networking. But if you're going to use online job boards, the way to use them most effectively is to, first of all, uh, search for exactly what you're looking for. And if a suitable role comes up, go through the JD, the job description in detail, and then have a look and see how higher percentage match you are. If you match, I'd say about 65%, then maybe this could be a role that you could do. But have a look and see what are the essential requirements. If they need an MBA or a PhD and you don't have one and they say essential, then it's unlikely that you're going to get screened in. If they say something would be preferred, it means it's preferred, but it's not necessary because they're not sure if they're actually going to get someone with those skills, then give it a go. Um, And then when you're going to actually apply, before you do anything, if there is a name and a number, pick up the phone. Uh, Whoa, hold on. You you mean actually call someone and speak to them? Yeah, scary, isn't it? (laughs) Talk to people? Goodness, no. No, definitely, because if you don't and you just click apply and you attach your resume or your CV, as I, I believe you call them in America, okay, your CV or your resume, and you attach a cover letter and you click, then off it goes into what some of my clients like to say, the black hole of recruitment, okay? And then you may or may not get a response. But you see, everybody does that. A lot of people might be looking for jobs in their lunch hour and they think, oh, you know, I'll just quickly, you know, just attach my resume and and shoot off 105 
applications and nothing happens and why doesn't it happen? And it's because you haven't gone the extra mile. There are so many resumes that get filtered through. And earlier I said um, on any given day when I was recruiting and I'd place a job ad overnight, I might get two or 300 applicants. Depends on the role, of course. Um, and it, it's really hard to screen all of those roles. We've only got a certain amount of time. And what happens when you go through the system is that many of the job, in fact, just about all of the job boards, they actually have a scanning system. And so it automatically scans the resumes and apportions them a percentage match according to the keyword hits. And so if you've got enough of the right keywords in your application and your cover letter and your your professional profile and experience, you might have a higher percentage match. And if you've got a higher percentage match, there's more likelihood that your resume will get read, but there's no guarantee. More of a guarantee is if you pick up the phone, horrors, and <laughs> call somebody and say, hey, I've seen that there was this, you know, you've been advertising this this position. I'm really interested in this role because my skills and experience actually are a really close match to what you're looking for. Um, could you give me a little bit more uh, detail about the role? Because I want to make sure that I am a good match for you. And if you have someone on the end of the phone, it's hu- it's a human being. You're developing a relationship. It's one very good touch point. And if that happens to be the recruiter who desperately is looking for the right person and you sound like you might be, they might say to you, ah, really good talking to you. Have you submitted it online? If not, why don't you email me your resume? And they'll look at it on the spot if you're lucky. Doesn't always happen, but it's worth a go because I always think if you don't try, you don't know. You Maybe you'll call and no one will answer. Maybe you'll call and leave a message and no one returns your call. At least you've given it a go. And if you are lucky enough to talk to the the screener, then it's a selling opportunity. You know, it's your opportunity to let people know what you do. And also they'll be able to hear your voice and see that or hear that you speak well, you know what you're talking about. And already there's a mini screening that you've created for yourself. Well, we're speaking of, of of horrors, one thing that people might find to be a horror, how important is networking now, today, especially in someone's job search strategy? Very important. I would say 100%. If you do not even attempt networking, your job search is not going to be as smooth and successful as you would like. People really, yeah, horrors. <laughs> so many people are very, very reluctant to network because they think it's a bit of schmoozing. You know, it's like sidling up to someone and say, hey, here's my card, call me. It's not like that at all. Um, networking, I, I think the, the misconception is people think that networking is selling. Networking is not selling. What I like to say is networking is developing relationships before you need them so that people can know you, they can get to like you, and if they trust you, and if you are a good fit, it may lead to more. And for networking, it's not just for a job, it's for business building, it's for, you know, relationship development, it's for finding the best hairdresser in a new city that you've moved to, you know, networking is recommendations, that's what comes out of them. And so if you develop a good relationship with someone, you're already networking, you're forming a friendship, it's part of networking. So if we don't think of networking as that, you know, the horrible word, and we just think of it as building relationships, I think people would be Uh, less reluctant to do it.
For all the support you need to land the job you'll love, visit my career success program at thecareersacademy.online. Together, let's create the career success you deserve.